Recorded live from the Hammett Point Studios in Lyman, South Carolina. This is the All 70s Podcast where we take your questions and answer them from the perspective of a couple of church members just having a conversation about spiritual matters where the Bible gets to define truth and our minds and perspectives get to conform to that truth. You can send your question in at askatall7days.com, 864-660-9473. Join the All 7 Days Hangout on Facebook and listen on all your favorite podcast apps. Get mugs and t-shirts, all7days.com slash shop. Or support us even a little bit helps every month, anchor.fm slash all 7 days. Hey, Trevor. Hey Stan, how are you? I'm great. It's good to have you back. You're you're smiling. You're you got color in your face. This is post COVID Trevor. Yes, well, I'm one of the fortunate ones that uh, was not impacted in a negative way. That's good. That's good. So. But is is it's going through the family? Everybody over it now? Yes. So three of the five had it. Um, Jameson was positive. He was fine. Yeah. Uh, the other two boys, they had it earlier in the year, so I think they still had antibodies, so they were good. Yeah. And I had a fever, not last week, but the, the previous week to that, on yeah. Thursday, which I tested and I came back negative, and then I tested three days later and tested positive. Uh, so, yeah. But I, I felt fine the entire week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My wife, on the other hand, <laughs> <laughs> not so much, huh? No, she had she had a fever, a, a high fever for about three days. So uh, the week before that, you had bus duty and couldn't be with us. No. So you've missed two weeks in a row, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna count that as PTO from the podcast. So uh, <laughs> you'll get your normal pay. All right, perfect. <laughs> but we're gonna count. We're gonna count it as your days off, but. Uh, but I asked Bradley because he had COVID when you were on bus duty mm-hmm. and I asked him, I said, which would you rather do bus duty or COVID? <laughs> and he, <laughs> he didn't answer the question. He, he felt it was a trap, but now you've done both. So I can ask you, which one would you rather do bus duty or COVID? Well, um, <laughs> <laughs> Having COVID got me out of work for a week. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I had to use sick days for that. I'd rather have, I'd rather do uh, bus duty. It's, yeah. It's it's not difficult. Okay. Some days are some days you got to stay here for a while because buses forget kids. I guess. Oh my goodness. Or buses <laughs> break down. You know. Yeah. So sometimes you get stuck here for a while. Oh man. Well, we are uh, we're glad you're back to not COVID and being able to do bus duty again and back on the podcast. Yeah. It's even better. Well, that's cool. Uh, anything else going on in the life of Trevor since I hadn't seen you in two weeks? No. Um, pretty boring, huh? Pretty boring. All right. Stayed at home for a week, you know, in in the house with three, three boys that felt fine that should have been at school, you know, and and a wife that, did you sick. get the big weather, the big winter weather thing that we just? Yeah, yeah, we had uh, we had snow on Sunday and Monday, and it just melted uh, yesterday and today. We still have we got now like, it's pouring down. There. We got ten inches of snow. Dang, that's and a it's lot. still here. It's melting away quickly, but we still got lots of snow around. 
and my poor little dog Rocky, who's you know a, a miniature pincher, had to go use the bathroom, and he's like a dolphin diving into and out of the snow trying to get to his <laughs> spot. You know, <laughs> I thought I was going to have to do a snow rescue to go get him out of it because I thought he would get stuck, but he made it out and back, and he was soaking wet when he got back, but he of made course. it. So anyway. if you went to rescue him, Pam would have to tie a rope around your waist so she could pull you back. <laughs> Something like that, yes. I'm sure we. I'm sure that's exactly how we would have done it. <laughs> I mean, what else are you going to be doing? Ten inches of snow, can't really drive anywhere. Oh. Have some fun. Just go rescue the dog. <laughs> you could just throw him out again and rescue him. Uh, well, we've got an interesting question to get to, which we will do right after this quick break. This is the All 70s Podcast. This episode of the All 70s Podcast has been sponsored by Sunrise Apparel and Gifts. Sunrise Apparel and Gifts does custom sublimated graphic printing on shirts, hats, mugs, cups, you name it. If you have an idea for any occasion, they are your one-stop shop to make it a reality. Sunrise Apparel and Gifts is also one of the only distributors of Mia Bella Gourmet All-Natural Candles. Mia Bella is proud to be manufactured right here in the USA and come in a variety of scents. In fact, I have an insect repellent Mia Bella candle on my patio that we bought from Sunrise Apparel and Gifts, and it works great. For more information for other products they offer, look for Sunrise Apparel and Gifts on Facebook or give my friend Chuck a call at 662-212-2543. Free local pickup or nationwide shipping is available. Sunrise Apparel and Gifts, the official clothing partner of all seven days. Welcome back to the All 70s Podcast. Dan Trevor here answering a question that uh, is from Anonymous. And it's a very simple and straightforward question. Does Acts 2.38 indicate that baptism is required for salvation? And uh, this seemed to hit home to you, Trevor. You put a note on the, on the show notes really quickly. You want to talk about that a little bit? I guess, yeah. Um, so... I had basketball duty last night, you know, just full of duties. Lately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so he wanted to go with me. He's nine. Okay. And so we were in the truck heading to the gym, and he stated that he had decided that he wanted to get baptized. Okay. And so I said, what, you know, just kind of asked when he decided that, and he told me over the weekend he did. And, but then he told me he was having a conversation with, a girl in his class mm -hmm. about being baptized and how if you're baptized that's how you get to heaven yeah and so the girl she apparently was hesitant to get baptized she didn't want to get sprinkled water on her head where at the <laughs> church we go to he gets dunked in the water right that was kind of just the funny side part right um so I guess my, I mean, we've talked about baptism on this podcast a few times. Yeah, we have. And so um, we talked about, you know, the baptism's kind of like a display of being born again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but if one doesn't get baptized, does that still mean you don't get into heaven? Right. Because what, what he was telling her was you have to be baptized to get into heaven. And I just wanted to... I didn't know how to go about 
telling him if he was correct or incorrect and if he was incorrect how could i correct them yeah well we're going to look at this um uh we're going to look at it i don't i don't know how in depth we can get but we're going to go somewhat deep um and we're going to we're going to start of course as we always do with context right mm-hmm. um acts chapter 2 um the um, Holy Spirit has been poured out on the disciples and those who are in the upper room, about 120 people. And they are speaking the majesties of God in other languages. And this is a very busy time in Jerusalem. There's lots of people around, and they are hearing the glories of God in their own language, right, which gets a crowd around. And some people say that they're drunk. Some people say, you know, whatever. Um, But Peter stands up and preaches a sermon and talks about Jesus being the Christ. And he points his finger at the crowd and says, and this is this is the man that you crucified. Okay, and this is this is the very brief stand version. Right. And then in Acts 237, it says this. Now, when they were cut to the heart. And said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, Brothers, what shall we do? And Peter said to them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Now, uh, does that sentence say that we must be baptized in order to receive the forgiveness of sins and receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. It might sound like that on first reading, okay? Mm -hmm. But one way to help interpret scriptures like this is to read elsewhere in scripture about how salvation happens, okay? Um, So let's do that. Let's look, first of all, at Ephesians 2, 8, and 9, and 10. Ephesians 2, starting in verse 8, says, For by grace you have been saved through faith. Now, that, first of all, just that sentence says, Salvation happens by grace through faith. Okay? There's no mention of baptism here. And it also says the following, and this is not your own doing, it is the gift of God. Meaning, we don't do anything to be saved, it is a gift of God. And then verse 9 really kicks this in the head, not a result of works. Now would you consider being baptized a work? Something you do. Well, it, yes, but I view it differently than a, a work. Okay, how would you view it? Uh, I, I think it's kind of like a, a sign that you are faithful to God. Okay. Whereas, whereas works, I, I look at like serving others. Right, okay. Um, but it, it, if you, it, and, and I think you're thinking of it correctly, it is, it is a sign of something that's already happened. 
not something that you have to do in order to be, right? It is an act of obedience, right? And we'll get to that in just a minute. Not, but if you, if you just think of it in the, in the context of this is something I must do in order to be found faithful to God, then you might have an issue here, okay? Because it's not a result of work so that no one may boast, okay? And I'm going to get back to that in a minute too, so that no one may boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them, okay? So he does say we do have good works to do, but God in his sovereignty prepared those works beforehand for us to do after we're saved right okay now can I, yep go ahead can i go back to uh verse nine yep so we talked you asked if baptism was a, a work mm-hmm. and so this is not a result of works so that no one may boast right I could now see, like, some people might say, well, I was baptized. Yes. So now I'm saved. Yes. You weren't baptized, so you aren't saved. Yes. Boasting. That would yes. That. Yes. And we'll get, we'll get back to that. That's an excellent point. Excellent point. Uh, I'm glad you saw that. Uh, John 1.12. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born... Not of blood, nor of the will of flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Okay? So here we're talking about being born again. And then in John 3, the famous conversation with Nicodemus, Jesus says to Nicodemus, And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. Okay? Whoever believes in him, verse 18, is not condemned. But whoever does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only Son of God. So we've read three additional verses so far besides Acts 2.38. What's the common thread of those three? In, in order to nothing about baptism but what does it say about how we we are saved through god believing in god believe god. right yes putting our trust having faith in jesus that's how we're saved all right here again john five twenty four. truly truly i say to you whoever hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life Okay, believe him who sent me. There's another belief, there's a trust. Okay, John eleven twenty five. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Okay, here it is again. And we've got more that we could go read. Acts 10, 43, Acts 13, 39, Acts 16, 31, Acts 26, 18, Romans 10, 9, and uh, Ephesians chapter 1, 12 and 14, 12 through 14. 
Okay. So we have to ask the question, okay, what is Peter talking about here? What does the word for mean when he says for the forgiveness of your sins? When he says um, uh, repent and be baptized for the forgiveness of your sins. And I don't think it means in order to receive, but I think it means because of. For instance, here's a, here's a little illustration, I, and this is true. I take a pill every night for my high blood pressure. Now, am I taking a pill every night so that I can have high blood pressure? No, I'm taking a pill every night because I have <laughs> high blood pressure, okay? Right. Now, Every illustration breaks down, right? But that's the difference in the word for. It's the same word, but different meaning. Okay? Um, it means because of. So because of my high blood pressure, I take a pill every night. Because of my salvation in Christ, I'm going to be baptized. Okay? Um, now, so, so let's answer the other half of that question. Do I have to be baptized in order to receive the Holy Spirit? Here I have specific scriptural reference that that is not so. And this is the story of, uh, gosh, what's his name? Um, Peter goes to see, oh my gosh, I can't remember his name, and I didn't put it in here. Um, this guy has a dream, he's a Gentile. And it says, go send for Peter. Peter comes and preaches the gospel to them. And, and to Acts 10, verse 44 and following, it says, while Peter was still saying these things, the Holy Spirit fell on all who heard the word. And the believers from among the circumcised who came with Peter were amazed because the gift of the Holy Spirit was poured out even on the Gentiles, for they were hearing them speaking in tongues and extolling God. Then Peter declared, can anyone withhold water for baptizing these people who have received the Holy Spirit just as we have? So these people received the Holy Spirit before they were baptized. Right. So you don't get baptized in order to receive the Holy Spirit. Okay. Mm -hmm. Faith produces. Faith does not result from. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. And the final example I have is the famous example of the thief on the cross. Okay. So in Luke 23, I'm going to jump down to verse 39. It says, one of the criminals who were hanged railed at him saying, are you not the Christ? Save yourself and us. But the other rebuked him saying, do not fear God since you are under the same sentence of condemnation. Do you not fear God, since you're under the same sense of condemnation? And we indeed justly, uh, and we indeed justly, for we are receiving the due reward for our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. And he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And he said to him, truly I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. Now, recently, I heard uh, an illustration by Alistair Begg, and I think I've talked about it on the podcast, and you, you've seen the video, um, mm -hmm. and 
where he's talking about the thief on the cross and he is and his sudden appearance in heaven and everyone is around saying oh how did you get here an angel walks up and says how did you how did you be how did you get here he's like i don't know right i have no idea he said what do you mean you don't know he said i don't know well let me ask you some questions and he's like i i I don't know so he goes and gets the supervisor angel as alistair (laughs) says and and he brings him over and he he says we just have a few questions to to determine if you should be here or not what is your stance on the trinity He's like, I've never heard of it before. What What about justification? I, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, how did you come to be here? And he finally answers, because the guy on the middle cross said I could come. And it's so powerful when you realize that we are saved by grace through faith in Christ. And that in turn causes us to love his law and his commands and causes us to say if jesus wants me to be baptized i will be baptized that's why i'm being baptized because he wants me to right he's commanded it i am obeying him because i am his and i don't have any choice in the matter that's the real response you should be looking for in your son right Mm mm-hmm so, and then I turn to I turn to Romans three, when we talk about those who aren't saved, trying to obey God. When you look at Romans three, uh, starting in verse ten, as it is written, none is righteous, no, not one. No one understands. No one seeks for God. All have turned aside together. They have become worthless. No one does good. Not not even one. Unsaved people do not look to obey Christ. Right. right? If someone is looking to get baptized and their reason is because someone else is doing it or they feel like it's the right thing to do rather than to say, I belong to Christ. And because he commands, I will obey. Right. Then they're doing it for the wrong reason. It's not because they're saved. It's because they want to fit in. They want to go along with the crowd. They want to impress their friends. It's not the reason to be baptized. All right. We do it because he commands it and we love him. And that doesn't happen without the grace gift of faith that saves. Mm-hmm. Make sense? Yes. Yes, it does. All right. So now, how will you go back to your son and say, let's talk? What are you going to say to him? I'll let him know that. uh, First, I want to know. I want to hear from him his reasoning for wanting to get baptized. Right. Like you said, I want to see, is it because other people have done it? Is it because he wants, is he trying to get something out of it outside of being obedient to God? Mm -hmm. And so see what he says there. And then I guess based on his answer, um, and then just let him know that, you know, being baptized isn't your ticket into heaven. Right. It's, It's loving and obeying God. 
and putting your faith and trust in everything, giving it all to him. Right. And that the act of baptism. Right. That that act of putting your trust in God will then lead you to be baptized. Right. But it's not the other way around. Right. Don't get the cart before the horse. Yeah. Some people think if they get baptized, like they're going to come out of the water like this. They are changed, like without having to. Right. You know what I mean? I'm I'm trying to. I think they think that act is supposed to then give them faith or. Right. I don't know. Right. I think they, some non-believers it, I, I, might believe. I believe that. some good intention people may go through it thinking if I do this I'll be I'll get in God's good graces and he'll right. bless my life. But once again, the focus of their wanting to do it is not to not to enhance their relationship with the God who created them, but rather to get their life straightened out. Mm-hmm. Right? We can't we can't pursue the blessing over the gift giver right we have to pursue the gift giver who gives us all things right and sometimes those things that he gives us when i say all things we we tend to hear good things it's not necessarily what we would consider good things but it's things he lets us go through that grow us in our faith well you read one of the one of the verses i forget which one it was but it basically said he's laid out the path ahead of us yeah already yeah. just so we could walk to- walk in it with them yeah it's like so the thought of i'm gonna do this like he already knows what you're gonna do and what you're not gonna do because he's right. already planned it yeah you. that's true very true so yeah and what you were talking about earlier was so good when you talked about um when you talked about uh so no man could boast um where did that verse go? Yeah, it's, it's Ephesians 2.9. Not a result of work so that no man may boast. If, if we get before God and he says, how did you come to be here? And we, and we start with because I, because I was baptized, then <laughs> no. It's because he, because Christ laid down his life, paid for my sins, counted his uh, his righteousness toward me and took my sin debt and paid it. That's why I get to come in. Nothing that I've done. It's all that what he did. Right. And uh, yeah, if we start with, if we start in the, as Alistair Begg says, if we start in the first person, we've missed it entirely. So. Spot on. Cool. Cool. We'd love to hear listener thoughts. I know there's plenty out there who might disagree with all that I've just said. So uh, uh, if you do, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to we'd love to talk about it further, and uh, you know, see what we can uh, see if we can come to an agreement through the scripture. So because that's where we go. Yeah. They'll probably disagree with everything you said, but nothing that I said. That's usually the way it goes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Trevor's rating is really high, and Stan's rating is really low. So. <laughs> I'm like the uh, Christopher Walken character. You know, need more cowbell, need more Trevor. That's right. We've got a fever. It might be COVID, but we need more Trevor. <laughs> I'm boasting. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. I'm glad you're uh, glad you're up and about. And yes, uh, thank and you. I am too. Back in the saddle. 
Good to see you. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening today. We appreciate it. Uh, share the podcast with others. Send your question in. Ask at all7days.com, 864-660-9473, all7days.com slash shop, or anchor.fm slash all7days to support us. This is the All 7 Days Podcast, For the goal is to make you think so highly of God that you forget about yourself. Now, go give someone what you value most today. 